In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, the Church celebrates the glorious feast of the Pentecost. And our Lord Christ, when He was hung on the cross, He cried out, It is finished. And then the Lord, He gave up His Spirit. And when the Lord said, It is finished, He meant that his earthly ministry is finished. He meant that the Old Testament sacrifice is finished. Him being the Lamb, the true Lamb of God, the sacrifice of sin is finished. But the salvation of man was not finished. Because, as you know, the church celebrates seven major feasts. And what makes a major feast in the church is that each of the major feasts is is necessary for salvation. The resurrection of Christ, necessary for salvation. The ascension of Christ, necessary for salvation. And the Pentecost is necessary for our salvation. Pentecost is the capstone. It is the last feast of the year. And because of this, I think we can say it is finished. The work of the Holy Trinity to save mankind was finished, was complete on the day of Pentecost. The descent of the Holy Spirit on the disciples upon us is the final seal. It's the final seal. It's the final anointing. It is the crowning of salvation. And we read about the first Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. We see how the Holy Spirit transformed the lives of the disciples and the apostles. And you can see a very noticeable difference of the disciples before Pentecost and how the disciples were after Pentecost. St. Peter, before Pentecost, he was impulsive. He was without understanding, and often speaking at times without understanding. After Pentecost, St. Peter, very different, full of understanding, quoting scriptures. His boldness was genuine and not out of pride or confusion. The difference that we see in St. Peter and all of the apostles, this was the result of... The Holy Spirit, even though St. Peter and all the disciples, they were with Christ for three years. After Pentecost, you see a remarkable change in the disciples. That's because the Holy Spirit is a game changer. The Holy Spirit is a, a game changer. For those unfamiliar with the term a game changer, a game changer is a person, an event, an idea, or a procedure that changes the way things are done. It changes the game. In sports, a game changer is when a player you didn't expect comes into the game and rallies maybe a losing team to victory. That player, he changed the game. The Holy Spirit is a game changer. And today I would like to speak to you about how the Holy Spirit changed the game for us on the Feast of Pentecost. The first way the Holy Spirit changed the game for us is that now we can experience full intimacy with God. Full intimacy with God. The Holy Spirit is a distinct person of the Holy Trinity, true God of true God, and He existed before all the ages. 
And we say in the Creed, the Holy Spirit spoke through the prophets of the Old Testament. So the Holy Spirit was there. And Origen, when he speaks about the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, he says everyone had some, some ounce of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of life. But the people in the Old Testament, they did not know the Holy Spirit the way we know the Holy Spirit. The same way the people in the Old Testament, they did not know the Lord Jesus Christ the way we know the Lord Jesus Christ. They didn't have communion and they didn't have His teachings. They had a shadow of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why in the liturgy we say, Many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. So the word... The Logos, He took flesh and was manifested so clearly in the Incarnation, in His Nativity. The Holy Spirit, if you will, was manifested so clearly now on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit changed the game for us by allowing us to have intimacy with God. Intimacy with God means understanding the things of God. Intimacy means to know the secrets of God. Intimacy means to know the heart of God. Look at how St. Paul, he says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He says, it's a long passage so I put it here so you can follow. He says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. The hidden wisdom, the secret. You didn't know the secret. The only way you know the secret is if somebody tells you the secret. If someone reveals the secret. He says, which none of the rulers of this age knew. Nobody knew the secret. For had they known, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. But then look at what he says in verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Like, only the, like, I don't know what's inside of you. Only the spirit, your spirit knows what's inside of you. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are not spiritually discerned. Intimacy means to know the hidden wisdom of God. This is game changer. This is game changer. Because we are not guessing the will of God. 
This isn't some guessing game. We are being led by the Spirit because we have intimacy with God. And we have intimacy with God because God is living in us. When two people are married, they live together so they can be intimate with each other. And this intimacy results because they, they live together. The Holy Spirit is residing in us. The Holy Spirit is living in us. That's why St. Paul says we have become temples of the Holy Spirit. This is a game changer for man. This intimacy is a game changer for man. Because when God created man, he realized that man was lonely. He realized that man was lonely. So God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Yet I was like struggling with this. In the New Testament, you see the game changed. How so? When the disciples came to the Lord and said, it is better, to, it is better not to marry, the Lord says, all cannot accept this thing. Not all can accept this thing, but to those who, to whom it has been given. And then the Lord says, he who is able to accept it, let him accept it. And actually St. Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, he says something similar. Actually, in, he says, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. So what changed? How did God in the Old Testament say, it is not good for man to be alone? But now, St. Paul is saying, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. What changed? I think what changed is the level of intimacy that man can have with God. The Holy Spirit is our companion. He is the paraclete. Para means... Beside. And cleat means to shout. So, together, the paraclete is the one who will shout on your behalf. The one who will stand next to you. And that's why in English this word is usually rendered advocate, intercessor, helper. The Holy Spirit is all of these things. And this is important for the married and unmarried. Because the Holy Spirit is a true companion. The idea of all of this that I want to say is the Holy Spirit is a true companion. We have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And when we have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we have fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ brings us to the Father. So now, no one can say they are alone. You have a party, Mac, and like, you have the Holy Trinity with you. One issue plaguing our society is loneliness. Although we are more connected than ever, the more lonely we are than ever. And even if we have relationships, our relationships become like superficial because they are not grounded or rooted by the Holy Spirit. The one who lives with the Holy Spirit cannot be lonely, will never be lonely. And I say this because this is the experience of the church. The expression that I love so much of St. Anthony the Great is that St. Anthony the Great, he said, I want to be alone with thee, alone. 
It's enough for me to have the companionship of God. That's enough. That's all I need. And this was a game changer for in the early church and affected the life of all the monks and changed. God is a true companion. That's a game changer. The second way the Holy Spirit is a game changer is because it freed me from the law. It freed me from the law. In Romans 7, you guys all know Romans 7, St. Paul, he speaks about the predicament of man. St. Paul, he says, I do, not do, I do not understand what I do. I don't understand why I'm doing the things that I do. For I don't do what I would like to do, but instead I do what I hate. In another place, he says, For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. The word of God is nice, it's very beautiful. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law in my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. And then he says, I find then a law that is evil is present within me, the one who wills to do good. All of this leads St. Paul to the conclusion in Romans 7, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? If you were to do control F on Romans chapter 7, you will find that Romans chapter 7, St. Paul is always saying I, 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 I. Romans chapter 7 is about how I cannot fulfill the... The law, how I am wretched, I can't do it. This is difficult for me. And when I did the control F, I think it was like 26 or 27 times. Hack a kid that like saying every verse, I am sold under sin. I am a slave. I cannot. I want to do this, but I can't. I, I, I. And the failures of, of men. So what's the solution to all this, I cannot, I cannot, I can't, I'm a wretched man. Uh, what is the solution to this? The Holy, the Holy Spirit is the solution. He changed the game. And that's why, if you read now Romans chapter 8, and now do control F on how many times St. Paul, he talks about spirit, 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 spirit. Every time in Romans chapter 7, St. Paul says, I, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Romans 8 says, the spirit, the spirit, the spirit, the spirit can, the spirit can, the spirit can. This is game changer. In Romans 8, there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the... Spirit, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin. Romans, uh, verse 5, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Then he says, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed, only if indeed, the spirit of God dwells in in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, this is, if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your 
mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. The Holy Spirit is a game changer. Because it helped me fulfill the law of God which I could not do. Yani, like a mountain that is impossible to climb. And no one could climb it. But the, if you want to live, you have to climb that mountain. The only way to live is to get to the top of the mountain. And if you reach the top of the mountain, you will live forever. It would be unfair. It would be so unfair. And God would be so cruel if He said, well, you couldn't get there. Oh, this stinks for you. And so you can try. Try. Try harder. Climb more. But you can never get it. You can never get there. But the beauty of God is that God created a lift for us. The Holy Spirit. And He said, all you have to do is get into the lift and the lift will take you up. The lift will take you up. Now, only a foolish person like, would not get into the car. The car can take you up. But if you want to find your own way, if you want to do your own will, if you want to live your own way of life, then you will never reach the mountain. You will never reach the mountain. And the beautiful thing about God is that anyone can get into the car. Even the thief at the last moment. And I always think about the judgment of God. How, thank God, God is not a fair judge. Because if he was a fair judge, I don't think anyone would be able to go to heaven. But because God is so merciful and so kind and so wonderful, he even lets, like the thief who confessed at the last minute of his life, go to, to get into the car to ascend to the mountain. This is the beauty, this is the wonder of our God. That's the Holy Spirit is a game changer. The last way the Holy Spirit is a game changer is that the Holy Spirit has given us gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So now man is not limited by his natural abilities. Man can do many marvelous things. Man can accomplish many things. But man is limited by his nature. With the Holy Spirit, man can do the supernatural. I love like the story in the Old Testament when King Nebuchadnezzar, he had a dream. He asked all the wise men in his kingdom to tell me the dream and to tell me its interpretation. And what the wise men and the, all the Chaldeans, they said, there is not a man on earth who can tell the king's matter. There's not one person on earth who can do what you're asking us to do. No king, no lord, no ruler has ever asked such a thing of any magician. It is a difficult thing that the king requests, and there is no other who can tell it to the king except the gods. This was Nebuchadnezzar, like the wise man speaking. He said, no one can tell it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not in the... Whose dwelling is not in the flesh. They said, whose dwelling is not in the flesh. But the amazing thing is, then they found Wahid, Daniel... The spirit dwelling in the flesh. And Daniel told the king all the dream and its interpretation. Daniel did the impossible. 
The apostles, they did the impossible, healing sick, preaching in different places. That's why Christians are not limited by physical strength, not by their physical health. They're not limited by their intellectual capabilities. They're not limited by location. Christians are not limited because they have the unlimited Holy Spirit. Therefore, every Christian has unlimited potential. Every Christian has unlimited potential. There's a lot more to say there, especially about the spiritual gifts. And that's why the Lord has given each one spiritual gifts so that we can minister to one another. Today, I want us to meditate on how the Holy Spirit is a game changer. He changed the game for us. Now we have intimacy with God. Now we know the deep secrets of God. We know how to love one another the way God has loved Because we have the Holy Spirit in us. The Holy Spirit is a game changer because He fulfilled the law on my behalf. He takes us up onto the mountain. He lives within us. He has made us a temple of the Holy Spirit. And the last way He has changed the game is He has given us the fruits and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And glory be to God forever. Amen.